Hi, I'm Tony Fair, founder of Victorian Grooming Company. Is your beard feeling dry or the skin underneath itchy? Maybe you'd rather soften and tame your beard instead. Our classic collection of beard oils, balms, and soaps will leave your beard looking, feeling, and smelling amazing. And if you prefer shaving, our pre-shave oils and shave soaps will give you a smooth and razor burn free shave. Handmade in Edmonton with natural ingredients, visit victoriangrooming.com. What's up, Novaheads? It's Amber Nova, your American muscle mechanic. Tune in to tell Craig your story for a tune-up. Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. Today we'll be speaking to AEW women's superstar, Amber Nova. Amber is born in New Jersey, USA. Uh, she's currently living in Florida. She got her first break uh, working in the independent scenes uh, in Florida and in the surrounding areas. She got her first big break with Impact Wrestling. She got to work with some of the, the biggest names in women's uh, wrestling. One year later, she was working with the WWE in NXT. She's currently working on AEW All Elite Wrestling, which can be seen on TNT and Dark Evolution on YouTube. And currently, Amber is the NWA Women's Champion. But before we go, please go to our website. We are at Podbean. Tell Craig your story at podbean.com. We have a YouTube channel there. Make sure you're subscribing to get the latest updates. And we also have a link tree there which tells you where Tall Craig Your Story podcast is streaming. We are on all the major streaming services. Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, to name a few. And we also have WeChat for our Chinese listeners and VK for our Russian listeners. At Tell Craig Your Story. All right, here we go. This is my chat with AEW superstar Amber Nova on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Hey, Amber, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming onto the show. I really do appreciate it. I know you're extremely busy. Uh, and you were just saying off air that uh, you've just come back from Texas. So 
tell us about that. What, what were you doing in Texas? Yes. So if you see my recent Instagram post. Yes. Uh, at Fighter Fest. Uh, <laughs> for AEW in Dallas, Texas. And maybe the, I think, almost 5,000 people in attendance that were there. So um, I flew back, and I'm uh, doing a podcast with you, who is now 12 hours ahead of time from me. That's right. In the, in the future, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and speaking of that, ha- have you been to places like Australia and, and Shanghai? Oh, my gosh, no. So before the pandemic... I have wrestled in London, South Africa, in Johannesburg, and in Cape Town. And then I also wrestled in uh, Panama. But the oh. pandemic stopped me from going back. But on my bucket list is most definitely, like, Japan, China. I have never been to Australia, but that would probably just be a vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, a vacation. I yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be, like, cool. Um, just, oh, yeah. I oh, just, we get the WWE to come down yeah. for in Australia. Uh, I've seen SmackDown here in Shanghai. Yeah, it's uh, it's very popular all over the world. So Amber, well, when you get yeah. and we know like Billy Kay, Peyton Royce were the, the Australian girls that came to WWE came to America, which is amazing. But I mean, um, how many independent promotions do you guys have there? Oh yeah, they have little promotions all around Australia. They're not so like America, like a lot of many ones. Yeah, they have the indie ones, indie ones oh. down there. And when SmackDown or Raw comes to Australia, they have like the tryouts for the WWE. So uh, Rhea Ripley's from South Australia, so uh, you know she's representing. So she yeah. had the belt. Now it's you know so she's doing, she's doing well for herself. So uh, yeah, we've got a few Australian um, wrestlers on a local Orlando, Florida radio station um, that I was doing for a few years as well. So right. it's very well close together a lot of everything excellent well more than welcome to come down here and see some koalas and kangaroos but amber we're not here to talk about australia Uh, i know i turned the conversation to you didn't i (laughs) (laughs) we're here to talk about you so firstly i want to ask uh recent times the pandemic it's affected everybody so i want to want to ask you how how are you and your family how have you adjusted in this period what did you have to cancel Yes, of course. Like like I said, um, in 2019, you know, I, I wrestled in London, South Africa, Johannesburg, and Cape Town. I wrestled in uh, Panama. I had plans to go back to South Africa, back to Panama, back to London, you know, and then the pandemic hit. I mean, I you know, I also wrestled for WWE NXT in 2019. So things were really going good. You know, I think everybody's life was going good and picking up, right? Yeah. So um, it was it was difficult. The shutdown was a little hard. Working out was not. That was still like right. you could know, figure that out. It was not bad. Um, yeah. And honestly, the shutdown for like two weeks. The two weeks was like not bad. I was like, that was a little vacation, you know, hang out, <laughs> work out. Like it's a nice little break. I was like, and I'll take this time to meditate, reset, right. regroup. Maybe take some time off social media because I do believe the whole like unplug you know, reset things with life as well. Um, but I got through it, and I'll tell you how I got through it. My Nova heads, all my fans out there, like, supporting me, getting geared up with 8x10s and grease rags and T-shirts and podcasts. 
they got me through it. They motivated me, and I'm so grateful. And I just want to thank all my Nova heads out there. Nova World Order, baby! So um, Come on! I, I did get 2020, as you can see, and, and things are picking back up again. Yeah. And um, I just hope the best for everybody else that, the, you know, in the world that, that everything's picking back up. Yeah, and, and I see, like, uh, with AEW and uh, WWE, that they've started bringing the fans back to, you know, the yeah. shows now. <laughs> Fantastic. An empty stadium. Uh, the wrestlers are trying so hard. Did, did you have matches in this time where there, where there was no one in the in the stadium? And what was that like? I did have matches where there's no crowd, just a camera. Yeah. And the intensity is not quite there, but yeah. you, you're still, like, it's, it feels more like practice mm. and training than it does, like, real, like, go at it for the win. So, yeah. like, we're in here and we're, like, going through it and there's no crowd. It's, like, I feel like I'm more, like, just training for those times to come back um, when the crowd's there. But, yeah, and then Aura had matches where there was not many people there. There's, like, 30 people, 50 people, 100 people, like, not that many. Right. Well, that's okay. And even if it was just a few people... I gave it my all. That's it, 100%. But it was a whole new thing, and that could be something in the future where they have all the screens. And so, yeah, very, very interesting times. But, uh, you know, I'm glad that it's getting back. And, like, with the U.S., tell us about that. And your family, how how are they doing? Are they staying safe, you know, in this time? Yes, yes. Um, My family are all healthy and safe. Thank you for asking. How are yours? Yeah, doing okay. Yeah. Australia's, I think it's going back into lockdown now, which is a shame. They're in their winter, so they'll be fine. That's just one or two people that <laughs> ruin it for everybody. Just keeping it, keeping it safe and, you know, precaution. Can't wait to get back there. <laughs> Let's go back now in, into your, into your life. That's what it's all about. Talk about your story. So I do believe that you were born in Hilton Heads Island in South Carolina. Is this correct? No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was born in Hackettstown, New Jersey. My parents are from New Jersey. I was raised in New Jersey. But I grew up most of my life in, in Beaufort, Hilton Head, South Carolina. So I just say that's where I'm from. Right. I'm really Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl. Mom and dad Jersey. But I didn't oh. grow up in Jersey. So I claim South Carolina. And then now I've been in Orlando for the last six years. Right. So tell us a bit more about New Jersey. I don't know. I've never been there before. I've been to New York, Washington, Philadelphia, but never New Jersey. So tell us a little bit about growing up there in New Jersey for the Australian listeners. <laughs> so um, my mom and dad were born in Jersey, grew up their whole lives there. Um, <laughs> my dad restored classic cars. You know, I'm the daughter of a mechanic, hence the fact that when I step in a ring, you know, I'm always to get the grease Come rag. on. Girls up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, um, I actually, I lived very few years, um, maybe till I was around six, yeah. five, uh, just my first few years um, in Jersey, my siblings. Then we hopped around, and then we got to South Carolina, uh, Hilton Head near Savannah, Georgia. I grew up there most of my life, and now I've been in Orlando for the last six years. But growing up in Hilton Head was amazing. Low country life. Not major cities. The only big major cities nearby was Savannah, Georgia, or Charleston, South Carolina, which are not the biggest cities, but it's beautiful. Right near the ocean, right near the coast, low country, there's a marine base, lots of golf courses, and a lot of medical. 
So that oh. was your job opportunities. And right. I did help people, and I really loved help people, helping people. So that's how I became an EMT. That's what I have written down here. I was going to talk about it a little bit later. <laughs> were your mother and father, were they in the sort of entertainment, like wrestling, just big fans? No. no. So That mom, was a mechanic. Uh, mom never watched it or really cared much for it. But right. She but she respected that my dad watched it and she let him, you know, like she, I wouldn't say let him, but. My mom's always been a, a wonderful woman, and she didn't watch it. She'd go wa- lay in bed and watch Friends or Grey's Anatomy or something. <laughs> whatever she's watching, right? And Dad's watching wrestling in the other yeah. room. Right. You know, don't get wrestling on the, in the living room. And I, I'm a daddy's girl, so I'd always be watching wrestling. Even though, don't get me wrong, I love Grey's Anatomy and Friends. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so growing up, um, you know, my siblings, they would go to the events with us as well. But they weren't into it as much as me. So, um, yeah, my how many, parents. How many, how many siblings did you have? Is it three sisters? Four. One, four. Four sisters. And I'm 85. <laughs> right. So I have, um, I have an older sister, an older yeah. brother. I'm the middle child. And then I have two younger twin identical sisters. They're right. identical, not me. You were saying just then that uh, they didn't really sort of pursue the wrestling. They enjoyed watching it, but. No, like, they went to live events, and they didn't right. enjoy it. They didn't watch it weekly or care to keep up with stories. Like, me and my dad were into it. And we, like, right. Out, <laughs> like, you know, and that's how we bonded and hung out and drank a beer. And, you know, right. like, after, like, you know, in high school, I just hang out and watch it with my dad. And Yeah. So, yeah, um, older sister, older brother, I'm the middle child, so I'm the troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, younger twin. So we went to events. My my mom and dad have always been super supportive. My mom, she just wasn't very into wrestling. My dad was. He got, I mean, my dad got me into classic cars and wrestling, and that's where I'm Look at, look at you now. Yeah. <laughs> Must be a very proud dad. I think he is. I think he is. Yes. Can you remember the, the, like, the first uh, wrestling event that you went to? Uh, you know what? Um, I saw, I know I saw, like, Rey Mysterio, Batista, but I saw, you know, I, I grew up watching a lot of WCW guys. Right. Sting, Booker T, um, Goldberg, you know, I grew up watching Medusa and Luna Vachon and China, um, Eddie Guerrero. Not that I got to see all these guys live. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the many, the few uh, events I did go to was um, in Charleston, Savannah. We went to a couple here and there. I mean, I was probably ten years old, right. something like, yeah, nine, yeah. something like that. I did see on your Instagram that you had a picture with Sting as well. So now you're starting to sort of meet these heroes that you saw live on TV, right? It's pretty great, you know. Over the the course of my wrestling career, like the last five years. I've gotten to meet some of these people and work with them as a coworker and I was a fan and learn from them and lots of mentors. Yeah. Um, great mentors like Scott Hall, Larry Smith, yes. Hector Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero, like just great mentors. And they, these men, when I speak to them, they're so wise. Like I talk to them, it's like they talk to you like a family member, yes. like an uncle. Would. They really want to help guide you. It means a lot. And you can tell when someone wants to help and someone doesn't. And, and when, and when, 
Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Amber. When when they've uh, worked in the eighties and nineties and in, in wrestling, uh, pro wrestling, it's like no money, no, you know, there were huge stars, but just no money, and like, you know, it's a bit more intense uh, back then. So yeah, they've, they've lived lived through it all. Um. Yeah. So exactly like that. Um. I I came from no money, you know. Um. Dad's a mechanic raising five kids. Mom worked at Blockbuster. I don't even right. think people know what Blockbuster is anymore. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, things like that. And uh, it's, you know, so. <laughs> and, and, and now for you, like, uh, you know, growing up, being a fan of, the, of wrestling, you went on to university? Um, yeah, you know, like I said, my career as an EMT. I was yeah. college for that. Um, right. I, I at many wrestling schools and I learned from many different styles and talents and then I took a little bit of every talent that I liked and then incorporated it into what fits me mm. and my own style for Amber Nova. How, how old were you when you first sort of uh, had the idea of and, and who was sort of pushing for it? Was your dad sort of, hey, go on to, you know, I think I should start doing wrestling. Was it your dad or was it you or combination? No one. No uh, one. Yeah. No, it was a dream that was always in the back of my head, like, yeah. gosh, I wish I could be like these women and I could do these things, right? But I thought it could never happen for someone mm. like me, size of China. Uh, I don't look like Lita or Trish Stratus or the women that I seen growing up. I was like, I can't. So it's just it's always like something to watch, but something I never thought I could actually get into. Mm. And the older I got, when I was an EMT, I was like, wow, I could... I see these women in the WWE Performance Center here in Orlando, Florida. Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Carmella, Becky. Girls, these women coming up, changing the game, main eventing, showing the respect for women's wrestling. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, you know, these women are my age, my size. I I, I could probably go train and do this. And if it doesn't work out, I'll go right back to helping people the rest of my life and being EMT. You had but, something. You had something to sort of fall back on if it if it didn't work out. Correct. Yeah, right. Excellent. When did you decide? How old were you when you decided to sort of do this? And like, who sort of helped you out at the start? You know, of becoming like a, a wrestler. Um, no one. It was just me. <laughs> yeah, just you again. <laughs> I love this. I love these stories. 22. Yeah. Um. 22 back in South Carolina as an EMT, and I I looked at the Performance Center, I looked up Orlando, Florida, I looked up wrestling schools in Florida, I looked up all these young women, like I just mentioned, coming up now in this time, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to move to Florida, drop everything, learn how to wrestle, and go for it. If it doesn't work out, I'll go back to being an EMT and helping people, but I just, I would work on the ambulance and just daydream about like I want to model I want to wrestle I want to pursue the world I want to I want to break I have a story to tell my biggest thing was in pro wrestling there's always a story and there's a character well I have a story and a character to tell I'm the daughter of a mechanic I'm an EMT I'm a certified bartender I'm a Jill Jack of all trades and I want to break the stigma with women and cars why is it always a guy in auto parts commercials why not that's right Right. So that's when I was like, I'm going to just give my, I'm going to go for this. So 
I left my career job as an EMT, my friends, my family back home, and moved to Orlando, Florida, joined some wrestling schools, hopped around, learned from as many people as I could. Now I'm here talking to you. Come on. And, <laughs> and t- tell, tell us some of the trainers that you had. Um, I've got here uh, Santana Garrett and Jason uh, Rance. Yes. Their school, when I first moved to Orlando, I joined uh, that school, and then I learned from many other people in my journey, like Lindsay Dorado, Hector, like I mentioned, Matt Seidel, Ivelisse, Soraya Knight. Um, I've gotten to learn from so many people and their different talents and then incorporate it into my own style. Right. What did your parents think of this? Uh, because, you know, a lot of parents are like, oh, you got to stick to your nine-to-five job and, you know, don't do anything silly. You know, you're going to have no money. And what did your parents think of this? Oh, they didn't think anything like that. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I know how driven I am. And, you know, anything I've ever said that I'm going to do, I always, like, I always go through and do it. I, my parents always know, like, They've always said, Amber, you have so much drive and determination, and you care about people, and you always go for it. Um, my dad was like, well, you better do it now. You're only getting older. He's like, you better do it now while you're young. Like, Don't wait 10 more years to do it, or you better do it now. So my dad was like, all for it. Go for it, right? And then um, my mom, she was just like, don't get hurt. <laughs> but they were they still are very supportive. So. Uh, speak, speaking of that, uh, what your mum said, not getting hurt and injuries, have you had any sort of uh, injuries, uh, like minor injuries, major injuries in your career so far? Yes. You know, I've, um, I've like, fractured a toe slightly that I just kept hidden because no big deal. I'll work with it. Ah. Um, you know, I've gotten, like, really bad muscle sprains. It, it's really painful. A lot of people don't know how painful wrestling can be and is. After so many uh, hits on the mat and bumps and in mm. the, it's like the intake. The, me as a former EMT, literally uh-huh. your body goes through mini car crashes. Yeah. Your neck, spine, your back. You're going through little like mini car crashes with the pain that you actually go through. You really do. Mm. Um, and your body can only go through so many mini car crashes until there might be something significant. So, um, luckily I have been pretty well. No serious injuries i'm gonna go knock on wood (laughs) the wall whatever i can reach Um, yeah yeah absolutely speaking of that as well like i know it's sort of like for the a casual fan or for someone who doesn't watch it they they go oh that the wrestling uh that that that's fake so but I always say to them that the injuries are not fake, right? So uh, what do you say to someone uh, that, that, that says, oh, you know, wrestling's fake, uh, you know, why are you, why are you doing this as a profession? Um, well, don't use the F word because it's really offensive. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah absolutely. Um, we are athletic entertainers. Mm. We put our bodies on the line. And I'd love to see people get in this room and go, okay, <laughs> go I just it ain't fake. Tell me exactly. it ain't real. Tell me it's fake. Tell me, like, you didn't feel that. You'll feel it. You'll feel it the next day, the day after. Depends what you do, how much you do, how many matches you do in a week, how many shows. You know, I'm I'm working on a few shows. I have two shows this weekend. I'm 
wrestling in Orlando Saturday night. Then I, Sunday morning, I catch a flight to San Antonio, and I wrestle Sunday night um, versus the NWA Women's Champion currently. So Come on. I, yeah, my schedule is busy. And um, for people that just don't respect professional wrestling, well, you go to plays, you go to movie theaters, you watch action movies, right? <laughs> well, you're going to a live action entertainment, like, movie. Yeah. And not everything we do in that ring do we ever know is going to happen. Like, yeah. okay, I see a drop kick coming. Boom. But do I see this coming? Do I see that coming? No. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's it's so much more than what people actually think and assume. And it's easy to sit on the sidelines and judge Pretty and sad. think you know what you're talking about. But until you get in there, you have no idea. So, um I think yeah. it's like a lot a lot of entertainment industry like music and and sport all different sports you know they can criti- they can criticize till the cows come home but uh, at the end of the day if you you don't go up there and do it yourself and go oh you know what this is not as easy as I thought it was a bit you know these no, guys are, not yeah. at all yeah and, and definitely the injuries as well I mean some of the wrestlers going in there and you know. Their bodies are getting hammered all the time. So I have a total respect for it. I've watched wrestling. I'm the same as you. I used to watch wrestling when I was a little kid. You know, uh, The Rock and Stone Cold and, come on, (laughs) Undertaker. So, and I always remember that Undertaker where he threw Mankind off the the top of the steel cage. Holy dooly. (laughs) So you're telling me that's fake, uh, you know. I'll agree to disagree with you. All right, so uh, you you went down to Florida. You started training. So uh, your first uh, independent show, how did that all come about, and uh, how did you feel, you know, stepping into the ring for the first time? I was nervous. Um, you know, I'm up against a lot of these veteran women that sometimes they were nice, sometimes they were not. <laughs> um, right, right. You're the rookie, right? So Yeah, exactly. And I didn't want to even – so I'm a, I'm a big person over when it comes to quality over quantity, big time. Like, I was like, I'd rather there be, you know, five really good matches out there of me than 50 terrible ones. So I was like, they had pushed me out the door, and I'm like, no, I'm not ready, no. <laughs> like, they just pushed me out the door, like, you're ready. Go do your first match. You are so prepared. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not ready. And, like, you're prepared, girl can do this and I'm like veteran girls and like I said I'm a big person when it comes to quality over quantity I'd much rather have a few good matches out there of me than a ton of bad ones and I'm like you're prepared you're more than prepared you go I'm like no no they like push me out the door pretty much I'm like fine I'll do it I mean obviously not in that exact way I was ready for the event but um and the more I got to I know I wrestle girls like Thea Trinidad um, who's, you know, Zelina Vega, right. I've wrestled Sienna, I've wrestled, um, now, you know, Allie, Rosemary, Sue Young, Ty Valkyrie, who's now Frankie Monet on, on NXT. I've wrestled so many great women that they treated me really good. Well, now, uh, I I'll... wanted to, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Amber, I just wanted to no, ask. you're fine, uh... you're fine, we're just chatting, but yeah, yeah I, I, all those I women just... I've named incredible they treated me so good and i had to learn from these veterans so um yeah my first few matches like i had some good experience against some really good women 
Now, skipping ahead, I was going to talk about it a little bit later, but uh, I just watched the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, and I do believe that your first NXT match is with Nikki Cross. Yeah. Uh, how, how does that make you feel that uh, she's now the women's uh, WWE champion? I am so happy for her. I'm so happy that I was a part of her journey. Yeah. My match with her was my first singles match in NXT. NXT, yes. Which was her, like, last match before the main roster. Yeah. Um, so I'm really happy for her. She deserves it. She's wrestled and worked her ass off, you know, coming from another country, everything. Yeah. I'm really happy. I'm very, I'm very happy for her. She deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was so cool how she won it too. She's got a new gimmick. Yeah, you can just tell it's it's one of these feel good moments that you know she's done that, done it the hard way. You know, doing the independence, coming from a different yeah, like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was great. All the people. I don't know if you've kept up with Nikki's social media, but Nikki's social media this just filled with drawings and artwork and all these little kids that are so inspired. This is picture of her holding the belt up and this little girl's face that looks like almost like a mini her. And it's just like, that's what it's about. It's about moments. It's about inspiring people so that one day they don't feel like they can't achieve something. Like maybe I felt when I was younger and they actually can. Yes. With the modern day, with the social media, it just feels like you're so much closer to the wrestlers. Yeah, it's great to see that, uh, you know, you've got all your fans on social media and you can interact with them. And, like, if that would have happened a long time ago, it would have been so much better. Like, you've been able to, you know, just a message back or, like, a little heart on Instagram, you know, from from your favorite wrestler now. It's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You know, it, it makes their yeah. days. So you, you guys are doing such a great job, you know, you know with, with your fans. It's really cool. I've had some... Uh, other wrestlers on on the show, uh, Zeta Zhang. Have you wrestled her? Zeta Zhang. I actually just got flashback memories from like Facebook and stuff. I wrestled her three years ago, just like yesterday. Yeah, right. Um, so yes, yes, I know Zeta Zhang. I trained with her. I wrestled with her actually right after her release from WWE. Um, she started doing a lot of independence around Florida. Right. Maybe not. Uh, as as popular as Zeta, uh, I had Aria Blake. She's also in Florida as well. Have oh, she's wonderful. Of... I I love Aria. Um, yeah. You know, we've worked around the indies together for many years. Right. You, you're going uh, through the independent scene, learning your trade. I always wanted to know, like, how do you sort of uh, pick your theme music and how do you pick, like, your finishing moves? Is it something that you do in training or, uh, you, you know, you wanted to do as well. H- how does it all work? Like, you're finishing it. Like, it's important for, like, you know, wrestlers, right? Um, Absolutely. So, my character, me, and my identity is the same person in and out of the ring. You know, I would drive a 73 Chevy Nova back in South Carolina as an EMT, and people would say, oh, you're the Nova girl. You're Nova, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so when I came to Orlando as a pro wrestler, like, it was easy to identify my character in the ring as who I am as a character, as a person, in and yeah. out of the ring. I'm, I'm Nova Girl. I'm Amber Nova. I drive a 73 Chevy Nova. I'm a all-American muscle mechanic. I'm going to tune you up, right? I'm going to tune you up in and out of the ring, and I'm here to make a name for myself. So I feel like a lot of people struggle with that when it comes to character, but yes, um, you, you know, 
identifying yourself in the ring, character, doing these things, coming up with moves. Okay, my Nova Driver, my wheelbarrow stunner. Yeah, Nova Driver. I'm all about Nova Drive. I'm all about the driving and everything. I'm all about giving somebody a tune-up. My head scissors turnbuckle smash that you saw me give Nikki Cross in my very first NXT match. Um, You know, a lot of my my moves are based around my identity. So, you know, I feel like people that struggle, that don't know who they are before, it's harder for them when they get in the business. And I can yeah. see why. Yeah. And uh, one thing I wanted to ask, I mean, I see all your photos now and you're so fit, healthy, uh, fine. But for some women and for some girls, they they can sort of struggle a little bit like with their weight. They can eat a little small chocolate and boom, you know, they, they get big. So uh, for you, how how do you sort of keep consistently you know you're always on the road how are you keeping in shape how are you sort of keeping your diet you know consistent i want to say that i know since a kid i've always had, i've always had a very healthy diet i've always ate right. very healthy lots of vegetables lots of fruits healthy protein chicken yeah. turkey fish your leanest type of protein so like no red meat no pork no beef no, like that stuff's not a healthy protein. It's more fat. It's not that good for you. So yeah. chicken, turkey, fish, lean, healthy proteins with natural carbs like broccoli and um, fruits and veggies, protein shakes. So my diet's always been very good. And then when I was an EMT, I always had that drive inside of me, that Nova drive where I would, when I got off shift or, or even when I was on shift, I would do three, 400 crunches a day, wow. leg race, sitting on the edge of a bed the edge of a bench, the edge of a chair. I would just find some platform to lean against, sit against, and I would do leg race, and I'd try to knock out three, 400 a day. And, you know, I'd start with 50, then 100, 150, and I'd do them in, like, sets. So um, workouts, you know, I've always been motivated. I Don't get me wrong, though. I'm an Italian woman, I, Irish and Italian. I love pizza. I love <laughs> pasta. I love fried chicken. Southern girl, I love carbs, and I will eat whatever I want when I want. But I put that work in. I do um, hot yoga at Orlando Power Yoga, which, honestly, I recommend to everybody. Hot yeah. yoga is amazing. I mean, at first, if your body's not used to it, it's a lot of sweat. you got to control your breathing. You feel like you're going to pass out, which is a good time to me. I don't know. I'm a wrestler, <laughs> right? <laughs> I like to do that in the ring for a living. Yeah. But you know, other people might not. But, you know, those are just other workouts and other things to, like, change it up. And I, I know it, it also all depends on genes. Yeah. Um, my mother, you know, had five kids, and she weighed about 115 pounds her whole oh. life. <laughs> However, my struggle is not keeping weight off. My struggle is always keeping muscle on. So I have to work really? out and eat that protein and, and dial it up to keep my muscle. And so um, everyone has their struggles. It's just how much drive and determination you put into it. Yeah, and and how does that? How, how do you sort of keep that like on the road as well? Like you still interviews, doing podcast interviews, and uh, you know. Uh, I find the time and I get it in. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I do my best. I do my yeah. best. And, and for your song as well, how did you pick your your intro song, your theme theme song? Uh, so my theme song originally was Machine Head by Bush. Come on. I absolutely love Gavin Rossdale. So I've met him in concert a few times. I've oh. wrestled. Um, 
locally in Orlando where I first met him at an Earth Day birthday event. I've seen Bush in concert at other other places. They're one of my favorite bands to see. And Machine Head is just so fitting with, hey, what do you know? <laughs> right here. So, um, yeah, I'm going to pull out the big red. It's a nice gift from a recent um, a fan of mine. That's pretty great. Cool. Big, I don't know. So, um, yeah, so my theme song, I guess I, I just picked that because Machine Head was always a very driven song for me. Whenever I listened to it, just, like, got me going. And I think about cars and engines and just everything about the machine. So due to copyright reasons, though, I've changed my song for different promotions like Shine Wrestling, FEW, anything on YouTube where it needs to be non-copyrighted. And it's um, a non-copyrighted version of ACDC shook me all night long. Oh yes, I did hear that. Yes. Yeah. Got the bop going. Yeah, I, that's a good one as well. Come on, that's gonna get you going. Yeah, as well. air guitar at this thing. Yeah. Kill <laughs> the fast machine. Come on. So, and then two thousand. Let's jump ahead a little bit now. It says here in 2017, uh, you joined uh, Impact Wrestling. So this is a big step for you, uh, Amber. How did this all come about? Were there, like, scouts sort of following you around? Or, you know, how, how did this all come about? It all came about from, you know, the wrestling school I joined, like we talked about before, like when I moved to Orlando, Florida, people knowing people. Um, yeah. I had good opportunity, and uh, Impact Wrestling was doing their TV tapings right here at Universal in Orlando, and it was really nice. You know, on their website, they said, hey, Amber Nova's new, but she's going up against very experienced veteran girls, and she can obviously hang in the ring, and that's why we keep bringing her back. So I got really good experience. Like I said, my first TV match against Allie, who's an AEW, where I've been working recently, um, as you might have seen. Yes. What what did that sort of give you, uh, Impact Wrestling? Um, was it like NXT where they had, like, veterans in there, you know, giving you advice and, you know, sort of helping you develop your character a bit more? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, to learn yeah. from all these really experienced girls. You know, Gail Kim helped oh, coach right. me and coach me. And, I, you know, I, I grew up watching Gail Kim. The same as NXT, I got to learn from Sarah Del Rey, Serena, uh, amazing women there. So it's been a really good journey. I, you know, I'm blessed with the time that I came up in. And the thing is, is when they say it's all about timing, you know, you some people, I, even me, I used to think, oh, it's not really all about timing. It really is, though. Yeah. Timing has a huge part in coming up and, you know, someone gets injured, people retire, people start a new family um, or expand their family or whatever it is, they go away or come back. So timing is a huge issue with life and in this business for sure. So I, I'm blessed the time it came up with. Uh, I did. I have had good opportunity and currently I'm having good opportunities still. So. Come on. Do you have a standout match uh, with Impact Wrestling? Something one one that stands like they go wow. <laughs> um, like I said, I wrestled Ty Valkyrie, who's now Frankie Monet in NXT. I've wrestled um, Sienna, Rosemary, Sue Young. I, um, I'm definitely going to say probably Allie. Like I said, she was my first, um, you know, first TV match. And now I'm working with AW. She's there. I do want to say Allie was, um, uh, I think my, you know, one of my favorites. Maybe it just meant more because it was my first. 
Okay. That sounds awesome. I'm going to have to check that one out. I don't think I've seen that. I saw the Nikki Cross one. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, and then one year later, uh, NXT from 2018 to 2019. You know, the bar's pretty high now. You're starting to sort of... Further and further up, up into the, you know, into the sky. So NXT, how did this come about? And uh, I did read that you, you got to meet Stephanie and Triple H. Did you get to meet Mr. McMahon? Um, I've seen Vince. I have never actually, I think, had a good sit down conversation. Right. <laughs> um, also, to clarify, I have been an independent contractor. I was actually never signed to WWE, and I've never had a real tryout with WWE. I was right. paid for a and then going between different companies and other countries and other states and other promotions and just hopping around as an independent contractor ever I went. So I was never actually signed, though. Got you. But, but you, uh, I did read that you you did meet get to meet Stephanie. Is that true? Stephanie oh, yes, yes. And yeah. she is an inspiration. I have nothing but wonderful words. She's like, I don't know, she's like the aunt you'd always want, or maybe a mom, but I don't think she's old enough to be really be my mom, but maybe like my aunt. Um, <laughs> she's beautiful. She's amazing. She's an inspiration. She wanted to change women's wrestling, and yeah. she really has, and I thank her for that. And she's, um, you know, maybe going to be my boss one day. Come Who knows? On. Or maybe with AEW, maybe I'll sign here or there, so we'll see. Come on. Uh, she'd be a pretty good boss to work with, I think. So she was like a big part of like the first all-women pay-per-view, right? A couple of years yes. ago? That, yes. That's, that's amazing. And now, uh, AEW. Tell us a little bit about this. Uh, I have TNT on here, so I get to watch it. Also on YouTube with the dark as well so tell, tell us how this all come about aew's been great like i said you know uh you know i know a lot of great people great trainers i wrestle in impact i know people from impact i know yes. um people that are now in aew from impact from WWE, from everywhere and um you know i wanted to wait till after the pandemic is really rough in 2020 to really start getting back into things the crowd is back it's amazing so it's just a good opportunity Yes. What are your next sort of matches for AEW? Uh, yeah, so you'll have to stay tuned to see. Um, I I uh, have been there quite often. Um, keep up with uh, AEW's Dark Elevation, their YouTube channel, TNT, and you'll see when I'm posted. Awesome. And uh, do you have a standout match uh, in AEW yet? I mean, yeah. uh, I yes. believe it's first their inaugural women's AEW women's champion Rio um, in Miami just two weeks ago that was you know my first like singles match on elevation before that I had two tag matches I had one singles match with Chris Statlander with her return match on TNT yes. but the ver the match at Rio I, I really enjoyed I heard uh, Big Show give you a huge rap <laughs> yeah it, it, Talk it, hard. So we uh you know, we talk shop. I'm the mechanic, right? Right. <laughs> you know, talking to Big Show. I mean, come on. He was huge. Like, uh, WCW and yes, WWE. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is, 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 he a nice, is he a nice guy in person? No, he's a very good guy in person. I've gotten to talk shop, talk cars. Paul is a very good person. And, I, I mean, there's so many good people at AEW. Yeah. They got a good crew. And, uh, 
I really love what they're doing at AW. It's amazing. And I respect it so much. And I'm so happy to be a part of their team lately. Tell us, what what is the plan for Amber Nova for the future? Like wrestling, but also outside of wrestling as well. Yes. Yeah, so future plans for Amber Nova. I have so many ambitions in and outside of wrestling. I want to break the stigma with women and fast cars, muscle cars. You know, I want to be in an advanced auto parts, any type of auto parts commercial. Why does it always have to be a guy? Why not a woman who kicks ass in the ring? You know, like like I said, I can tune these girls up in and out of the ring, and I'm looking to break the stigma. I'm looking to support and show women they can be anything they want. I'm a former EMT. I'm a certified bartender. I'm a pro wrestler. You can literally do so many things in your life. Why does it always have to be a guy in, in these auto parts commercials? I drive a 73 Chevy Nova every <laughs> a daily car. I'm the daughter of a mechanic. And, um, you can you tune know, it up. You can do a, an oil change, like change the carburetor, right? <laughs> there you go. I can tune yeah. you up in and outside the ring. And I have many ambitions in and outside of that wrestling ring for women breaking that stigma. Uh, you know, in wrestling, they have commercials, they have sponsors, and I'm looking for um, – to really incorporate all of that, wrestling and cars. And, uh, like, is there plans to be, like, a commentator or to still be involved with wrestling when you finish in the ring? I haven't thought about retirement. No way, Jose. I mean, I'm just thinking about right now, now the future, mm-hmm. like I said, just car and making sure I break that segment, women in classic cars. Giving these girls a tune-up if they need it with the biggest wrench I am. <laughs> so, yeah, like, after wrestling, I mean, I'm sure there's more opportunity out there. Yeah. And uh, tell me, what, what would you say to an inspiring female wrestler that, that wants to, you know, start in, in this like, um, young... So uh, my advice to any of my Nova heads out there, it's all about drive and determination. What you put in, you'll get out, and this is, be realistic. Always be realistic. You know, I left my career job as an EMT back home. My friends, my family couldn't work 24-hour shifts at the same time as training. Just be realistic. Save up, you know, your your finances, your job, your career. Family and health always come first. And um, honestly, if you really put in that drive, that passion, that determination, you absolutely can do this. You can do anything. So, I just want to inspire everybody out there, women and men. And just talking to you and hearing you, you, I can't wait to see more of your your talking, like in the wrestling as well. Like that's very important doing your behind the scenes before the match, right? Uh, oh, you... already. Like, just give me the mic, give me a camera, let's go. I'll I'll call people out. I'll, I'll tune you up. I'll cut that promo. I'm so ready. Just have, uh, have, have you always been really really? <laughs> have you have you always been confident as a as a promo doing a promo like even as a like a like a teenager? I, you know, I get nervous. You get anxiety. You you, you wonder at times. But um, like I said, it's just all about knowing who you are. Yeah, who are you? knowing who you are and your character, and that really makes a difference. All right, Amber, uh, tell us about your uh, social medias and anything that you want to promote before we go. Yes, um, to all my Nova heads out there, you can get geared up with me at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Amber Nova. I got a new t-shirt up. 
Follow me on my social media, AmberNova73, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you're not familiar with my matches, you can YouTube AmberNova. Check me out of the channel. Matches are uploaded all the time. And I, I support you guys so much. And like I said, just keep that Nova drive. Nova World Order. Woohoo! And, and Amber, uh, make sure that when the pandemic happens, that you come back, come to Australia. Some See, see some Nova heads uh, in, in the yes. land down under. I cannot wait. I would love to go to Australia. It's on the bucket list. Emma, thank you very much for your time. I know that you're an extremely busy person, uh, true inspiration, and know, uh, that's the I'm reason why. It's 10.30 at night my time and 10.30 a.m. your time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's why you've got so many fans and uh, you'll continue to get more fans in the future. All the best for the future. When you win the uh, the women's championship and then you're the number one star, come come back on and uh, let's yes. continue your story. We will, we will for sure. All right, Amber. Thank you very much. Have a Thank good you. night. Pleasure meeting you. Hi, I'm Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. I can tune into your loved ones in the spirit world, but I can also tune into you, tell you about your path and the choices that you need to make and need to know. I'm currently giving 30% discount on all Tell Craig Your Story listeners. Just use the code Tell Craig Your Story for 30% off your first psychic reading with me online at Nigel the Shanghai Psychic.